Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thanks for uh, tuning in. This is Brandon. I'll be your host for the for the time being. It's my newest podcast, January 17th, 2023. Um, if there's anything that I'd like you to get from this episode, if you don't have much time, it's about building an undeniable mindset and how it revolves around having the ability to say, this is me. This is who I am. This is what I want and this is what I won't tolerate because clarity is absolute king and we need boundaries, boundaries for ourselves and and others. It's our own personal navigational compass that points us in the right direction, especially when the storm hits. And let's be honest, the storm, it's usually us letting emotions and circumstances, situations, and even individuals corrupt and congest our path, pulling us further away from fulfillment. If you know who you are and where you're heading, your chances of success increase dramatically. Clarity opens the doors to a whole other realm of confidence. The world starts to shift itself around the notion of obtainment. There's like a heartbeat and a purpose behind this adventure. So I wrote this book, Uncommon 35, through the first-hand experience of why people freeze, why people doubt themselves, and to open the doors to exposure of how the brain truly works and why. Once again, clarity is king. You're not a failure because you're not where you want to be in life at this very moment. You're not a failure because you're confused and feel stuck. You're not a failure. You just have never been introduced to the first approach of mindset. In a world of bullshit noise and questionable outside influence, My philosophy is straightforward. It's a blue-collar approach to master the fundamentals. And this book is based on the simple fact. There's not a better training tool than this. Get your mind strong and let your body follow. I grew up a son of a Vietnam vet, someone who lost his parents at a very early age, then drafted and, and saw multiple years of combat. And I lived with a single mom who raised her kids to the best means possible. We call her Patty the Batty. A lot of things were not discussed, such as emotions and thoughts, mindset, and even love. And I'm sure there's a lot who can relate to this. But now I've grown to identify the importance of knowing these crucial variables in life. Because it wasn't until later that I became familiarized with how the brain works and why. I had no clue my thoughts became actions. Actions became habits, and in these habits, where we can predict our future. I was under the impression I was fucked. Doomed from the get-go. No joke. Not knowing that everybody questioned themselves. Everyone has doubts. Everyone at times wants to quit and retreat and sometimes light a match of chaos because of overwhelming thoughts and possibly anxiousness and the thousand other emotions that we never quite understand. For the better part of what I can remember, I lived a high-risk lifestyle. I was once extremely reckless, perhaps lower risk than many I associated with, but reckless nonetheless. With one hand in the casket and the other on a snub-nosed pistol, just waiting for shit to pop off, I didn't care. But I believe it's because my past that I now find peace. Looking back at the quote-unquote, I don't give a bleep attitude was a front. In reality, I was scared. I had a victim mentality thinking my thoughts were poison led to poison decisions. When you get to a point where you don't care if death greets you, all hope is lost. 
if there was any hope at all. So a lot of my quests that I set forth on earlier in life were all based on willpower. And willpower, man, it's, it's a rough ride. It's doing things out of toughness, out of grinding, not really knowing why you're doing what you're doing and letting the brain and its million years of adaptation and survival get the best of you. The thing is, you grind so hard for so long, you eventually grind yourself into nothing. And that's pretty much what I did. Grind myself right into the emergency room. My values growing up were kind of instilled like this. Be tough. Stick up for yourself, which I completely took out of context. Stand tall. And if you're questioning things like emotions or you're confused, just bang out some push-ups. Get a good sweat in. Don't quit. My values now are, are a little different. What I instill in Chloe and myself and our family is be nice but take no shit. Mindset, detachment, ask questions, and clarity. Because being tough is cool in the movies, but locking in all that noise, man, it just compounds and creates a lot of confusion, which is the exact opposite of clarity. And there's a big difference between willpower and mindset. Mindset, we're deliberately increasing the strength of our mentality meaning our mental awareness. We have control of our thoughts and our attitudes of how we view the world. Mindset is a choice. And it's a hard choice because the human brain was hardwired for survival. Survival is not thriving. It's hiding. Hoping to never get found. Survival is a paralyzing state. So it's up to us, you and I, to break the chains of DNA. Whether it's purposely putting ourselves into like vulnerable positions for the opportunity to grow or constantly being able to reframe situations like asking questions, why is this problem good for me or how can I grow from this? Our mindset becomes our clarity and our clarity becomes our confidence. It's our navigational compass that keeps moving in the right direction, especially when the storm hits. And, and usually that storm, like I stated earlier, it's us and our own inability to control emotions and our existing habits. So, the first thing I'd suggest if you want to get your mind stronger and have clarity, and this works like a bastard when the storm hits, when you're confused, when you need a change, try this. Get good at asking questions. Your ability to reframe situations and circumstances through questions will determine your quality of life. Perception is reality. How you view the world will come down to the quality questions you ask. Think about life as one big mathematical problem that stretches from one side of the chalkboard to the other. Some goodwill hunting shit. Within that problem, there's a whole bunch of micro formulas that need to be applied first. Your job is to identify the micro concerns before they become full-out problems. Whether it's you know things like what's holding you back or what the next steps might be, who to connect with, good questions to ask, strategizing. It's taking care of yourself like it's your responsibility. Sounds like a no-brainer, but how much easier is it to give someone else advice rather than yourself? Self-reliance is a skill just like knowing questions leads towards answers is a skill. The better the question, the more efficient the answer to pick apart this mathematical question. Getting you from where you are currently to where you want to be without wasting time. Let me take that back. You don't even necessarily need to dissect where you want to be right now. The magic is in it, 
the self-realization of where you are currently. As I state in the book, as cliche as it might sound, in order to have what you truly want, you must know who you truly are first. And it takes courage to let those hounds loose and start sniffing around. And it's not about making life faster as well. It's about making life more efficient. Let's just be clear. Urgency is of the essence, yes. I'm not saying rushing. There's a difference. I'm saying making calculated decisions in an appropriate time matter. And it's about being calm and cool. And especially when making these decisions in a, even in a high-pressure situations. Decisions are answers. You get answers through questions. So your ability to ask questions is paramount. Take care of the small things, the micro formulas that make the big problem seem not so big. These questions will ultimately be the roadmap towards clarity. When I came out of the hospital, I needed to get my mojo back. Up to that point, I was mentally dependent on food. Being a competitive athlete, it was embedded into my soul that calories were my savior for strength and durability. Kyle Newell, a friend of mine and author of The Panda Diet, recommended that I do a water fast. I thought he was nuts. I was just looking to get my swagger back to clear the cobwebs. This completely changed the way I viewed life. Fasting opened the eyes to a world its like I never knew existed. A world where your perception becomes a reality, meaning how you perceive different life events and situations are based on your thoughts. And I'm going to say this again. These, these thoughts transition to actions, which ultimately lead to habits. And it's in these habits where our navigational compass becomes apparent, pointing us in the right direction of travel. Our habits are what predict our future. It's like the fasting unlocked the doors to self-realization, self-reliance, self-confidence, and most importantly, self-awareness. There's a lot of selves in that. And, you know, if you're listening, it might sound selfish, as it should. If you're looking to climb the ladder of success, the ladder of happiness, the ladder to growth, it's a hell of a lot easier if you know yourself first to have the confidence and clarity and the mission to make it happen. It's like straight to the front of the line. Clarity is simple, but there's nothing easy about simple because us as humans are known to overcomplicate things. Complexity is the enemy of execution. Finding your North Star is at your fingertips. The problem is we must have the desire and the want to find it. All questions have answers. Sometimes, though, we just don't want to find the answers. We're scared. But remember this. Being scared is not a weakness. I go to bed scared. I wake up scared. I move throughout the day scared. Because I have doubts. I second guess myself. I'm not superhuman. It's again, being scared is not a weakness. Not finding the courage to take action is. I'm scared. But I have the confidence in my instincts and my God-given ability to fight. For every inch gained and every inch lost, these instincts are the fundamentals needed for an old-fashioned backyard ass-kicking. The, the more instincts you gain, the more of an absolute monster you become. You want to know your true character? Purposely back yourself into a corner, get uncomfortable, and then tap into the dark side to finish what you started. Bring all the past failures and messed up situations and places you've been directly to the frontal cortex. There's no escaping this. There's no trick in forgetting those feelings when you were once at your lowest. 
Use it. It's not your weakness. It's your redemption. The road to paradise starts in hell because you never know how strong you actually are until being strong is the only choice. And you tap into this in the trenches, in the arena, not from the stands. Use those not-so-great memories and situations and start to carry a chip on your shoulder to compete to win in life. Because why not? It takes the same energy to survive that it does to strive. It's just a mindset shift. Like all mathematical problems, we have to first learn the fundamentals of math and then apply what we learned. So my answer and the main concept of this book is how clarity is king. Finding clarity is creating an undeniable mindset because you've ex- accepted your path and your destination. And you find this through detachment. You find this in the trenches where it ain't so comfortable. You get out of the normality and comfortability and complacency, which are all silent killers, by the way, because in a blink of an eye, you're in the same spot you were last week or last month or even last year. Those desires and wants, hopes and dreams start turning into disappointment. And in that's it. It's an external emotion. When we detach, we allow the mind and the body to draw power from within, internally. Everything we need, we already have. We just have to give our mind and body the opportunity to showcase their skills, work from within. The mind and the body are miraculous when in sequence, and they're capable of so much more than we could ever fathom, but we cannot rely on them to perform at undeniable levels when we continuously work from our own bullshit comfort zone. Being comfortable can just neuron pathways. It decreases creativity and increases atrophy. It's a slow death. Clarity comes from within. My personal detachment consists of the basics. It's very fundamentally based. One, I detach from my thoughts at night, and two, I detach from the food throughout the day. Decluttering from my... 50 to 75,000 thoughts a day to pinpoint the 1% of thoughts that actually matter. The 1% of thoughts that help with decision making and better communications and better emotional management, which coincidentally goes hand in hand with fasting. Emotional management at its peak. We're the only species that eats because of our emotions. If we happy, we eat. If we sad, we eat. If we're excited, we eat. Bored, we eat. I can keep going. So I detach from food and emotions at the same time, and I draw power from within. Two things happen. One, you're going to start to notice that you weren't really hungry. Two, you're going to start to notice that your mind has a whole other level of awareness it could tap into. Your God-given instincts start to take over. Adrenaline is released in the bloodstream, and this creates hyperfocus. The body then shifts from burning glucose, which is sugar, and starts to utilize our fat for energy. It's in this stage the brain is thanking you. Fat cells come with it, a lot of stored toxins. So when we burn fat for energy, we are burning stored toxins, which instantly make us feel better. Awareness is a feeling, at least for me, like I have an advantage. Like watching a movie for the second or third time, our tunnel vision expands. And it's here we tend to find the answers. Clarity comes from articulation and realization of what's actually going on in your life, not the life of others. So quit worrying about what's going on in other people's lives. It's a low level of consciousness. If you don't have clarity, someone else will provide it for you. If you don't have views, you'll be influenced with somebody else's views. 
What do you believe in? What makes you excited? What creates more energy and gives you chills just thinking about it? Is it love? Is it change? Whatever it is, we will without a doubt identify it and come to grasp with it throughout the Uncommon 35 experience. From there, we'll strategize, then act. We'll set our sails to take on an adventure. We're going to act. Because taking action will always outweigh even the noblest of intention. Everything else is just noise. So we deliberately put ourselves in a position where our state of being is scared. The answers are in the trenches. Start by detaching thoughts, clearing the runway before takeoff. Then purposely back yourself in a corner from things that make you comfortable, things that you fall into rely on, and start building instincts. These things are going to bring a sense of humbleness because you're not God. Getting humbled might be the ultimate hack for a life advancement. I remember when I walked onto a college wrestling team after getting kicked out of high school my senior year for a gang-related fight, which was not true, by the way. I met a guy named Dax Charles. He was a graduate assistant at the time. He was former three-time All-American, two-time national champion. He was big, he was bad, and he was mean. And he had his eyes set directly on me. At the time, I thought I was untouchable. And he was the hound that sniffed me out. His job was to make me quit. I was not good for the team that was competing at a high level. And, and that competition was ruthless. And they held themselves to a high standard. I wasn't a good fit. So he beat the shit out of me in front of everyone during practice for months on end. Every so often, he'd give me a break and pick on someone else, but I was his main target. I grew up not to quit. I had willpower. I hated every second and every minute of that time of my life. Where now, looking back, it was amazing. So many life lessons that I wasn't educated enough to grasp. Well, one day I got him. After months of being suffocated by his own sweat and my bones aching because of this grown man just ragdolling me, I got his ass. I shot in on a double leg, which is my best move. Me being long and lengthy, I, bam, I hit that shit. And he sprawled and he fought as if his life depended on it. If you're in a college wrestling room, nobody gives up takedowns easily. I ran him the length of the wrestling room, which had to be every part of 30 yards, and I got his ass. The whole practice stopped. Everyone started screaming. Even the head coach, who kind of liked me but knew I was a lost soul, was yelling on my behalf. At that time, Dax and a lot of others would call me the Whopper, you know, BK Whopper. You know, they thought I was like this Italian or some shit, whatever. The point is, I got his ass. I stood up and I said, broiler. And I went back to practice. So BK broiler stuck. Did he fuck with me still? Oh, yeah. But I used the, the ass kickings and the embarrassments as chips on my shoulders to stay in the fight. I got humbled quick and used those instincts that I gained to finally fight back and figure it out. To this day, I never know if uh, he gave me that takedown or not. Um, but it doesn't really matter. Dax is the man, and I don't think he ever realized how much he did for me at that time. Because you only get humbled if you step out of your own safe cave. Get vulnerable and walk away with a black eye. It's cool. You didn't die. You actually got stronger. And since the hardest thing for a human to do is stay focused, 
your focus is now on making adjustments because you can't just keep getting black eyes. You got to be able to change the narrative or change the way that you're training for that not to happen. But your brain is linked. It's like it thinks lineal. It's a pattern identifying machine that predicts the future in milliseconds. The problem is, is we tend to over-lineal think. Thinking too far in advance creates overwhelming and anxious thoughts. And then the brain also likes to dwell. So we think about the stupid shit we did or said or continuously relive an experience that wasn't the best. So it's like no wonder the brain is hardwired for survival. No wonder most people wander aimlessly, never truly carrying out a life based on their own terms, except in mediocrity and resentment. It's not your fault. The odds were stacked against you from birth. So your brain thinks too far out or too far behind. And it's up to us to bring forth perceptions that lies dead smack in the middle. Whatever you call it, mastery, mindfulness, living in the moment as much as possible. As hard as it is to grasp, especially when the world is lit on fire most of the time, having an undeniable mindset is to constantly shift and reframe situations being in the now. Clarity. You get in the now where awareness heightens. Awareness. Think about it. Noticing things that are usually overlooked, like watching that movie for the second or third time, like I stated. The easiest way To get there is when you act. When you get the courage to act, you start to realize it ain't so bad in the trenches. It ain't so scary in the arena. Why? Because you're used to drawing conclusions, speculating, and over-exaggerating the negative from from cave hiding. In the trenches, you got to be dialed in. The arena has no place for the past or the future. You got to be in the now. You got to be aware. You got to start building the habits of moving forward. We want all the smoke in the arena. The path to having a dominant mindset is knowing thoughts translate to actions. Action leads to habits, and it's here where we lie our sword. It's here where we post up our flag, the lineage of our last name and those that came before us. That's our navigational compass that predicts the future. Mindset is this. It's knowing why you do what you do, even if it's not easy or pleasant. My fear of being broke again and living without keeps me aggressive. The thought of me not providing for Chloe and my family and and our future keeps me grounded. Vivid memories of me receiving old-fashioned ass-kickings, it keeps me strong and ready. Being scared is a state of mind we'll never rid. Our mind is wired for instinct, but we have to break the chains of norm. It's in this state where our true character gets a chance to shine. We get backed up into a corner, we find a way out, period. The more trust within, the further our capabilities. Look, I know I'm not your guru. I'm just a dude who maneuvers best in the trenches. I like to be in the arena. I'm one of you guys. I've been dumped on, thrown into trash cans, stuck up, robbed, cheated on, and I've done all the above, and I'm cool with it. I've made peace with my past, and if it creeps back up, I don't let it destroy me. I use it for my advantage. I pick a bigger fight with a bigger dragon and see what the, what the bleep happens. The way to a dominant mindset is through clarity. The Uncommon 35 is much more than a, just a book for me. It's a telltale sign that I'm moving in the right direction. 
I'm going to wrap this up with something I wrote in my journal the other day and I'd like to share. Life is a bit strange, bringing us endless choices to different paths that supposedly shape our destiny, becoming beneficiaries or victims of our own decisions, the good, the bad, the ugly. Let it be known, it was the people I met along my journey that were the true drivers of my very own positive progress. Irony, I suppose. Everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. I've learned society needs diversity to function properly. Equality, anything, truly relies on the yin and the yang of existence. Your existence matters. Never apologize for who you are. Here's the thing. We're all going to be judged no matter what. So fuck it. Why not stand tall with the utmost confidence and be you? Because you'll never achieve your goals by trying to be someone you're not. And that's exactly what you'll get within my book called Uncommon 35. A 10-year collaboration of diversified philosophies and unique individuals with the killer instincts to take no shit, but the mindset to be kind and embrace emotions. If you're still listening, you won't be disappointed. As my friend always reminds me, God will help us move mountains, but don't ever forget to bring your shovel. I'll see you guys all in passing. This side or the other. Peace. But when I'm in my car.